Hello everyone, it's me, your boy Dean. I'm here to give you this piping hot tea. Hope everyone's having a good day today. Well, I guess I should say I hope everyone had a good day today because I'm recording this at 1043 tonight. So I just want to jump on here and just, you know, just do a little podcast episode for you all off the off the rim. So this may not come as, as polished as my other podcast because you know, it just popped in my head to do this and I didn't want to lose my thoughts. So I was like, what the hell? Let me just jump on here and do this right quick. If you've been following this podcast, you all would know the very first episode I ever did was Cardi B. Is it her job to raise our kids? That was the very first podcast episode I ever did. I did that because Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion were, you know, causing so much um, controversy and dialogue because they released the song and video for WAP, which stood for Wet Ass Pussy. And the song was super controversial. I mean, conservatives were mad at it. Christians were mad at it. You know, um, these these older hip-hop male artists were mad at it. You had, you know, debates with in black female spaces about, you know, is the video a good image for black women? Like, the song was really debated. And, you know, it's funny because looking at the outrage back then for this song, it all seems so just childish and just weird when you look at it, how mad people were at the song. And you know, all that outrage, and I said it before in that first podcast episode, all that outrage just made the song do extremely well. That is that is a successful song. Even to this day, when Cardi B and Mitt Stallion perform the song, the crowd still jump up and know every word to the song. Hell, I still know every word to the song. You know, I think they just updated the certifications for the song today. And, you know, that song is eight times platinum, almost diamond. All they need is two. I believe I believe all they need is two, two million more, you know, streams and people buying that song. And that song would become diamond and it might hit diamond next year. Okay, that song was extremely well. But, you know, I wanted to revisit that podcast episode and even WAP because Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion released a new song and video called Bongos today. And, you know, since they released that song and I did watch the video, I just wanted to revisit that podcast and tell you all if my opinion changed on that topic or not. And also to re-examine WAP and you know how WAP did lead a cultural movement, both musically and and politically as well. So let's begin. First, let me drink my water. It's late as hell, so I didn't have time to make actual tea. So I'm just gonna drink this water, y'all. <laughs> Okay, let's begin. First, let me give you all my opinion on the song Bongos in the video. Far as the music video goes, I give that a 10 out of 10. I love the um the outfits. The outfits were very colorful. They were fashionable. Even though they both women were shown in skin, it fit them properly and they look fit. 
it's no secret that Cardi B has a lot of plastic surgery, but you know what? Her outfits do complement her body really well. I love the big hats they were wearing. I love the choreography, you know, and it's funny. A lot of people were comparing this song to WAP and some people are saying it's a WAP 2.0. But when you look at the WAP video and I said this in that old podcast episode, I didn't like the WAP video that much. For one thing, it was too Willy Wonka-ish for me and it was just too much thrown together. You know, things were going all over the place in the WAP video. You know, I thought it was just too much. But this video is very well choreographed. This is probably one of the best looking videos of the year, in my personal opinion. Um, you know, I really enjoyed the video. Now, as far as the song goes, I give the song a 7 out of 10. You know, when I first heard the song when they dropped it, I had to listen to it about four times to really get into it. And that's because the beat is so different from anything I've ever heard. The beat is very repetitive and you know, if you're into Latino music or Latin trap or Latin pop, you know, you might probably like the song much more than say American artists, I mean American audiences, because it was a lot of repetition, Lord I can't speak, it was a lot of repetition of the word bongo and you know Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion rapped over bongo. And you know what I will say, you know, just like in Wild Cardi B's rap, you, you know, it was a little underwhelming. But if you listen to Wild, her rap and Wild was underwhelming as well. Megan Thee Stallion um, definitely carried this song as well as Megan carried Wild, because Megan is the better rapper of the two. Cardi B has the energy, but Meg has the actual lyricism, and Megan killed it on the song. So you know, I give the song seven out of ten. And honestly, you know, the fact that certain people are calling it a WAP 2.0, I feel like people are doing that because on the cover, the cover art that Cardi B released, it shows her and Meg half naked, you know, by each other. And that was the same kind of imagery we saw for WAP. But um, but Cardi B said that she only did that to get people talking. Because again, if you listen to WAP and you listen to Bongos, these are way two different songs. And you know what I will say, even though, even though, you know, it it might take a little while to get into the song, Cardi B was smart for going in this direction. Because hip hop, as in 2023, hip hop is going into a very different direction. The music industry is going into a very different direction. And again, if you've been listening to this podcast for quite some time, you would know that I've been telling people that hip-hop would slowly be working its way out of the mainstream and other genres of music were coming. And, you know, if you look at the Billboard Hot 100 right now, okay, country music, pop, and funk are what's in the top 10, and rock music are what's in the top 10. But, you know, I'll jump on that again later in this podcast episode. So that's my review of the song Bongos. I actually, I did put it on my playlist on Spotify because like I said, you know, after, when you listen to it a couple of times, it does grow on you. And you know what? I said the same thing about WAP. WAP is still in my playlist. I still listen to WAP. So that was my review of that. Now, into my old episode. In that old episode, I said, it's not the job of Cardi B or any other artist to raise our kids. That's up to you, the parents. 
Now, do I still believe that? To a certain extent, I still do believe that it is up to the parents. Because you know what? These artists make music for adults. And you know, it's unfair to, you know, demand that an artist be kid friendly or make kids about music or make music that you approve of. Because you know what? And freedom of speech means everyone has the right to be offended. A lot of people don't understand that, but that's what freedom of speech means. And if some of this music offends you, guess what? You don't have to listen to it. And you know what? If your child still lives in your house, you can just tell them they can't listen to it either. But when your child gets out your house, they have every right to listen to that music if they very well please. And that's just the cold-hearted facts. Now, the landscape in 2020 is very different, was very different from how the landscape is in 2023. You know, you have all these moral panics and, you know, the term parents' rights has been thrown around a lot, especially when it comes to LGBT rights, racial politics, you know, and sex and violence. And about, you know, some parents are very scared about what their kids are being exposed to because the world is very different from the world that, you know, a lot of us grew up in 20 years ago. Okay, I'm in my 20s. You know, how these kids are growing up is very different from how I grew up. So there's a lot of anxiety around, you know, what kids are viewing. Now, one thing I didn't say in that first podcast episode that I'm saying now is... Even though a lot of these artists make adult music for adults, you know, these artists do need to move smarter. Okay, some of these artists, I'm seeing some of these artists performing at high schools, back to school events, prom. And again, you know, if a school invites an artist, you know, the school has a right to do that. However, if you're an artist that makes music, that, you know, glorifies violence and is very sexual in nature, sometimes you have to have someone tell you, you know, it might not be a good idea to do that. Because, you know, in 2020, these people were bitching about songs like WAP. Now, in 2023, they're talking about passing laws to criminalize the artist. Okay, just like rap when hip-hop was under the microscope in the 90s, rap and hip-hop are again under the microscope in the 2020s. And you know, a lot of these rappers have found themselves in trouble with the law. And you know what? You don't want to go to trial and they use you performing a violent or sexual song at a high school prom against you because, you know, that can be used against you in a court of law. Freedom of speech means sometimes you have the right to say something, but also when you, what you speak can be used against you in the court of law. That's part of Miranda, which also goes to that First Amendment. So, you know, I think, I think I'm saying this now. I think a lot of these artists need to move smarter. Because, you know, there's a lot, the, the political landscape has changed. And, you know, contrary to proper belief, everything is political, especially the music. When WAP dropped back in 2020, we as a nation were facing a pandemic, rioting, 
a crazy chaotic election and people were questioning a lot of narratives and things. There were, you know, conversations about sexuality, sex work, feminism, gun violence, climate change, etc. We are still dealing with these issues in 2023. However, things have greatly changed. Abortion has been overturned by the Supreme Court. Affirmative action has been overturned by the Supreme Court. Every day you turn on TV is nothing but people just shooting anybody in their sight. A lot of these conservative states have passed laws regarding racism being taught in schools or LGBT topics. You know, these things that are being talked about in 2020, they're actual laws now, and some rights are being taken away, and some rights are being restricted. And you know, when WAP came out, you saw how a lot of these people who were mad at that song have started to influence politics now. So it's very interesting when you look at that landscape from that lens. Netflix has a show about female hip-hop rappers, and it's a docu-series, and it's a very good docu-series. But in the first episode, they talk about, you know, how hip-hop has always been political, which it is, and how female rappers have been political, especially right now. And you know what? They bring a wop. Because, you know, whether people don't want to admit it or not, Hold on, y'all. I thought think I'm about to sneeze. Hold on. Okay, it passed. Whether people want to admit it or not, when WAP hit, that did shift the cultural landscape musically and politically. Prior to WAP, the only female rappers that were actually charting and actually doing good was Nicki Minaj, <clears throat> Doja Cat, The City Girls, and Cardi B and Meg. Those were the only acts that were actually making noise in the music industry and were actually going toe-to-toe with the males as far as popularity. When WAP hit, that did open the door for Lottos, you know, Glorillas, you know, Sexy Red, even Ice Spice. And these girls right now are having tremendous success. And honestly, in my personal opinion, the female rappers are the ones that are carrying hip-hop now. A lot of the male rappers that were popular back in 2020, some of them have gotten locked up for killing people or stealing or robbing or scamming. Some of them have been canceled for, you know, going at different communities. And some of them just can't sell tickets no more because when you actually listen to them, they're not really that talented. But these female rappers have, you know, really took off in a big way that we haven't seen since the late 90s. And, you know, WAP is a part of that because all these girls that, that really started popping after WAP came out, all of them talk about sex. Every single song is about sex. And that's good and that's bad. Because, you know, there's really no variety 
far as subject matter goes. But I will say, these women are very talented, even if it's a raunchy song. Some of them, anyway. Sexy Red and Ice Spice. But Glorilla, I think, is a very talented rapper. You know, Lola Banks, I mean, Lola Brooke, I think, is a very talented rapper. Even Lotto. Lotto is a very talented rapper. She had a grow on me, but she really is a talented rapper. And, you know, some of these girls that premiered were in the WAP video. And that's what's crazy to me. So, you know, the you know, WAP really did break down barriers and doors. But, you know, it's just very interesting how so much has changed in about, what, four years? Hell, we're facing an election next year. And again, we're dealing with these same problems. And now the stakes are much higher. And, you know, the outrage that WAP has caused, you know, you do see that now the outrage that some of these female rappers are causing today, but the outrage is not as big as it was when WAP came out. And honestly, even though you know, WAP WAP got so much backlash, WAP has cemented Cardi B and Made the Stallion as somewhat iconic. And the reason I'm saying they're iconic was the perception of both of those women have greatly changed since that video dropped. Both of them have gone through highly publicized trials. Cardi B went through a, a highly publicized defamation trial with Tasha K. Megan Stein went through a very, very highly publicized trial, you know, being shot by Tory Lanez. You know, both of them have been criticized tremendously for their lyrics and their provocative performance styles, but they've also been praised for it as well. And you know what? Both of them women still making money and actually can still bring in the crowd. And they did change the landscape of music. Even Nicki Minaj started getting more raunchier after WAP. And Nikki led the way for them women as well. So it's like a torch, even though these women don't get along, it's like a torch has been passed now. And you know, I just wanted to just jump on here and just give my little opinions about that. Like I said, this may not be the most polished episode I've ever um, dropped. But you know what? Sometimes, you know, it's good to just get on here and just be real with you all. And on that note, I hope you enjoyed this piping hot tea. Everyone have a good night. And this is your boy, D.